0: I'm speaking with uh, composer Joshua Mosley, who, uh, in addition to doing great uh, animated films like uh, Mass Effect Paragon Lost, he just did the After Earth mobile game, um, which is now available on all your mobile platforms. But thank you so much, Joshua, for uh, talking today.
1: Hey, thank you for having me.
0: So I know we talked before, uh, but I was wondering if you could kind of go into detail and talk about what music means to you personally, and uh, how did you end up on the composing path?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I basically, I grew up with music. Uh, my mom's a jazz vocalist and teacher. Uh, just actually recorded her on a jazz album she's working on. Oh, okay. uh, my, my grandfather was a professional bassist, and he played with uh, the likes of Tony Bennett, Louis Armstrong, Peggy Lee. Um, also, my two younger brothers are also musicians, songwriters, performers. Uh, I'm actually working with my brother Taylor, uh, on a project right now. That's uh, pretty exciting. And um, my other brother George working on some songwriting projects as well.
0: Oh, really cool. Yeah. Um, so now, you know, you did the After Earth uh, mobile game.
1: I, I just finished the score to After Earth, the mobile game. Uh, it's an endless runner based on the movie starring Jaden Smith and Will Smith, uh, in which players run, glide, fight, and uh, free fall, and uh, try to survive in a harsh, futuristic environment. It's pretty exciting.
0: I've talked to a lot of composers who work on these, uh, and it's such a big business, these uh, uh, game tie-ins. And the whole video game tie-in like to film always fascinates me. So when does development on the video game start? You know, when the movie's getting made. So when do you get involved in the whole process?
1: Um, I mean, I honestly probably couldn't speak to that exactly, but I'm sure... Uh, maybe it could be early on in the process of uh, film production or midway through. Uh, I came on to the project um, after there had already been some uh, level design and programming and whatnot, so I got to see some uh, some of the early levels. And um, yeah, so I, I got in probably you know towards the third, last third of the uh, uh, game development.
0: And uh, are there any technical limitations working on a mobile game versus a, a console game?
1: Um, really. The only technical limitation now is uh, how much content you can fit in mm-hmm. the uh, audio content uh, on a console. Uh, you know, your music, your in-game music can be longer. As far as like, uh, I guess you know, like for After Earth, I had you know fifty seconds to do a loop, and we had some layering going on there. Uh but you know, with the console you have you know, you can make it longer and you can do multiple more interactive stuff. Uh, right, right. That uh but that doesn't mean, you know, you lose quality uh in the production or have a lesser like a lesser quality score with the mobile title. Mm-hmm. Uh for After Earth I actually recorded some live uh percussion and wind elements and I really I just approached this like I would any other score.
0: Oh cool. And yeah. uh so what was the goal for the game musically? Did you want to make it feel part of the, the film's universe? Did you look at like production of Absolutely. shots yeah. of the film, or did you want to create your own thing?
1: Yeah, like the movie, the After Earth uh, mobile game is really fast-paced. It's a fast-paced race to survive, and I wanted the music uh, I developed to match the unique gameplay that they created. Uh, as players, you run, you glide, you fight opponents. Uh, there's free fall, and the typical changes with those. Uh, and I did want to make sure it felt like it you know, lived in the universe musically. Uh, early on, I was able to uh, hear some of James Newton Howard's clips, uh, some of his cues from After Earth film, which was pretty cool. And uh, I was totally inspired by the textures and instrumentation, and that kind of became my compass uh, for the game score. Uh, it, just, it needed to be in line musically with the soundscape uh, that James Newton Howard created. And, um, well, actually, I mean, this is an endless runner. So it's, you know, it's a lot more action. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a driving through line, you know, through the whole score. Uh, With uh, the film, you know, it's probably a little bit different. But, yes, definitely fits in that universe.
0: That's interesting because I've talked to other composers and they say that they've never, that when they're working on their games, they don't even get to hear what, you know, what the composer is doing on the film version. So they kind of have to... Right, go off completely blind and just kind of make it uh, their exactly. own. So that's yeah, I great.
1: was totally fortunate to, to have that, and it was pretty cool to hear uh, what he was doing. Did mm-hmm. some, some amazing stuff as always.
0: <laughs> Is it fun to compare at the end when you see his final product and your final product?
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 it's. I mean you can't compare <laughs> for me. It's, I mean it wasn't so much comparison. It was you know, it was did I accomplish you know what I was supposed to, did this, did the music, is the music in line with, you know, with the film, with somewhat of what what, uh, James Newton Howard did, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, that's probably the extent of it, but it's cool to hear, you know, how music is, you know, how it sounds for the movie, and how it's sounding for this game, but they, they're, you know, two different platforms, two different media, but they still kind of have a cohesiveness.
0: Right, right, and so now mobile games are, you know, they're, they're they're played on the go usually through headphones outside of the home. Sure. Uh, does that affect your approach when you write? Do you try to anticipate the gamer's environment and where where he or she could be playing in?
1: Uh, not at all. Uh, the the, the specific you know the device and stuff doesn't affect how I write as far as, uh, you know, sound wise. I'm am sure you're saying like you know because you're not hearing low ends and whatnot and on mobile speakers. I still approach it you know like I would. You know, a console title or mm-hmm. a film or anything else. Um, you know, there's a huge trend to migration towards mobile development uh, right now, and uh, but the technical the, and the technical limits of this device of the device of mobile devices don't really affect uh, my creative process and the quality uh, of the score I'm creating.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I write to give. Uh, give the user the best experience possible. Right, right. Uh, not to, you know, make sure maybe they're not hearing this low hit <laughs> on, <laughs> on the uh, on their headphones.
0: Uh, yeah. And more people are playing games on wireless devices these days and as the idea of portable gaming kind of grows and technology gets better, um, do you anticipate, I mean you've been part of in the technology and you've seen technology grow through your career, do you anticipate uh, mobile devices taking over the console and one day kind of replicating a home experience
1: on the go. Maybe um, I mean, like I mean, like I said before, yeah. It's there's a huge, definitely migration towards uh, development and people buying and playing mobile games. Um, I think to right now we're experiencing a certain degree of that mm-hmm. uh, home console environment um, on mobile devices. Uh, the graphic quality that we're able to experience and the audio. Uh, you know, After Earth, as, as an example, um, it's pretty amazing. It looks pretty awesome. Uh, we used only be able to play those type of games on consoles at home. Right, yeah. And now we're, you know, can enjoy them on the go and sitting waiting for in the doctor's office or wherever <laughs> we're at, you know, somewhere, you know, to kill time. And it's really, it's not just, you know, a boring game. It's a really cool, immersive experience. And uh, it's cool how far how far audio
0: has advanced.
1: Absolutely, uh, yeah. Leaps and bounds, really, in the last ten years.
0: And now E three is actually going on right now, so they're going to be unveiling all the new next yes. generation stuff. <laughs> yes,
1: I'll be there uh, the eleventh and or the twelfth and thirteenth Wednesday and Thursday. So oh, wow, very cool. See some PS four and uh, <laughs> Xbox One. Yeah.
0: So I mean. I mean, you're in the game world. I mean, you did games, hit games like Explosion Man, like really fun things. And so mm-hmm. do, do composers need to be up to date and in the know when it comes to advancing technology? Are you into that or do you just focus on music technology and that's all you need to re- really worry about?
1: So techn- you mean as like, uh, you know, consoles and whatnot? Like... Yeah,
0: like it's just the growing technological sure. trends and all that. Even totally. in, in films and stuff, too, with new cameras and new sound systems and all that. Are you right. up to date with all that?
1: absolutely it's great. it's definitely a must to be mm-hmm. um, you know for example you know, writing a game score you need to know what the parameters are of the device whether it's a mobile or for its a PS4 uh, so you can kind of plan accordingly uh, not as far as you know quality wise but you know, how much can you do with it you know right um, how much content can you fit in which varies by device for sure um, but all all production really Relies heavily on technology. Uh, technology propels and advances how we produce films, games, uh, all media, uh, including how we get the media. <laughs> it's yeah. the distribution of all the content. It's you know, it's definitely changed a lot. But it's definitely to go back to answer your question. It's yeah, totally important to be up on uh, how things are being. You know, how music's being implemented and. You know what you can do with stuff as far as gaming goes, uh, with film. You know what you can. Just quality level, basically. You know when you're working with film, it's it's pretty much the same. It's um, you know, you're just you your parameters more or less dealing with dialogue and you know how can music move around dialogue and mm-hmm. hitting you're hitting your cue points and stuff. But uh, it's that comes down to like the recording quality and the sonic quality of the score for uh you know, how technology advances audio and film.
0: Right, right. And uh, just another question, kind of how you approach, because with a video game, um, what do you look for in a video game to really get your creative uh, juices flowing? Like, I mean, on a film, you kind of have characters, the plot and everything. And I think you're probably looking at a different point of view as a video game because every... The player is different, you know, every time, and that's their story, kind of, as the player is playing the game. So, what do you really grasp onto to start building your soundscape? Is it the visuals, the right, the the gameplay?
1: And, I mean, like you said, it's uh, whether it's film, games, or whatever, usually there's a story there. So, mm-hmm. I'm usually inspired first and foremost, you know, by the by the story that's behind either the game or the story of the film, mm-hmm. uh, and then absolutely, you know images, uh, you know, visual inspiration for sure, you know, looking at levels and, you know, being able to play through levels, uh, looking at even concept art and just screenshots. uh, It's super helpful and very inspiring.
0: Right. Well, that's really cool. I mean, I always think it's uh, a challenge. I mean, I'm not a a composer, but just looking at the the logistics of a video game, I feel like it's so much more complicated than... A film <laughs> so
1: right yeah i mean they're 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 they're, they're they used to have their own thing it's um i've done both for a while yeah so yeah it's, um it's fun to kind of you know put yourself in a different headspace on how you're approaching uh things musically mm-hmm. compositionally
0: <laughs> well to wrap up last time i Uh, We we talked, I asked you if you could score any film ever made with no disrespect to the original composer. That's right. uh, Which film would you choose? You said any Chris Nolan film. (laughs) It was was kind of broad, so I want to try to get you to, to focus down. Could you give me one film that you would just absolutely love, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's such.
1: I mean, yeah, it's such a tough. Really, it's a tough question to answer. Uh, there's so many great movies and great films. The great movies are influenced by great scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think about re-recording, you know, and redoing a picture is really difficult.
0: <laughs> well, not um, re- not redoing, just like pretending like it never existed. Like it, it right. came, came on your desk, and you said, "Okay." Yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: I mean, like I mean, I mentioned Chris Nolan. I'm. A, He's a great storyteller, and he has a great look to his films. Uh, it'd be awesome to work, you know, on a project of that caliber and that, you know, the way he directs, uh, you know. But then I've, I would love to score Jurassic Park, <laughs> and then <you know, laughs> I'd, I'd like to work on you know a bunch of different ones. But it's just hard to think, you know, Jurassic Park without John Williams. It's... Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know it's still kind of a not a clear answer for you there
0: well, maybe uh, maybe to a twist a little bit do you have a, a particularly favorite genre that you love scoring is there a do you prefer comedies drama action something that really speaks to you
1: very you good yeah uh, definitely I guess it'd be like drama or um, I'm sorry uh, action thriller a mm-hmm. uh, suspense stuff definitely okay. is cool and then and dramatic as well yeah yeah but uh I definitely enjoy writing in that genre for sure
0: oh very cool well uh, thank you, Joshua, so much for your time. Again, it's always a thank you. A, a pleasure to speak. And, uh, and
1: Definitely, likewise.
0: So congrats on After Earth and everything, and uh, look forward to everything that comes in the future. <laughs>
1: Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We'll be talking soon.